Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Impact Play, impacting more than just gaming. We are your one-stop news shop for the latest and greatest in gaming, tech, entertainment, sports, and music. We are amplifying voices from those respective fields, having the stories told here on the Impact Play. Join us as we, join us as we record the show live over at twitch.tv backslash the impact play and by clicking on, on that notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on youtube or even on your favorite podcast platform just simply search for the impact play however you consume your content wherever you consume it we are there your support keeps the lights running and keeps the content rolling you can support us over at anchor at anchor.fm backslash the impact play backslash support via patreon or silver cruise and above get the show ad free and go to quotes and above have exclusive access to not only the post show, but they get even call in to be a part of to be a part of the live show experience and so much more. Learn more and become a Patreon supporter today at patreon.com backslash the impact play or by even using our creator code the impact play via the Epic Game Store. So for every every purchase you make within the Epic ecosystem, when you use the creator code the impact play, and there's no case. Uh, sensitivity here all one word we do get a commission to help support and further elevate the show and take us to newer heights and no extra cost to you again a credit code the impact play whether you're buying any v bucks on rocket league i'm sorry any v bucks on fortnite any car in rocket league no matter the platform just just use a credit code uh whenever it, it prompts you and it'll just support the show I'm your founder and show host, Mohammed, otherwise known as Izyagum. This is about 142. And the agenda. We have even more companies are showing their support for Ukraine. Reviews for Gran Turismo 7 are in. This Steam Deck is having stick drift. Highlights from Mobile World Congress 2022. Apple could be releasing some new devices. Funimation and Crunchyroll are merging libraries. Jason Momoa is confirmed as the next villain in the next Fast and Furious film. NFL Combine 2022, the Howard Radio Music Awards, new music from Camila Cambella, Ed Sheeran, Zendaya, and more, plus the top stories of the week. So welcome to our very, segment, our very first segment of the show, where we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying, essentially, what we have been up to. So... I've been playing uh, much more of Pokemon Unite. I've downloaded it on my Android device, and it's also available on Apple devices as well as the Nintendo Switch. I've been having a blast with it. So uh, essentially, my initial thoughts of it before I even before as soon as I heard of it, I because it was inspired by League of Legends, and then what was the other game that branched off from League of Legends? Team Fight Tactics. I thought it was a similar game because I because I played Team Fight Tactics and I didn't enjoy it at all so i assumed it was the same type of format but no it's actually more along the lines of league of legends but then it has its own uh, unique turns and unique twists uh, to it as well so if you guys are interested in joining me there i do live playthroughs every now and then on my uh own personal youtube channel uh, youtube.com backslash itsyagooh a little self-promotion there. But nonetheless, I've been having a blast with it. And having a, I've been having a blast with Destiny 2. With the new content and what have you. Uh, I'm, I'm hopefully planning to play it. Hopefully later on tonight or if not by tomorrow. Then Rocket League. Uh, I'm, I haven't played it in a minute. I haven't played Rocket League in a minute. 
but um, I'll, I'll, I'll play into um, a match or two by tonight. Uh, that's it, gaming-wise, uh, movie-wise, TV show-wise. I'm finally planning to watch uh, Spider-Man No Way Home uh, later on tonight. And I'll definitely give my feedback on that at youtube.com backslash to play for a spoiler cast. Uh, since it's way past a month this movie came out, so I'm assuming a lot of people have watched it. Including myself. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, um, that's it. Um, yeah, that's all I have. That's all I've been up to lately. Um, so without further delay, we're going to hop into the news, folks. And we're going to start with the everything that's... Not everything's going on with Ukraine, but essentially the companies that are rolling their support for Ukraine. So let's get into this, folks. So this first news story is coming over from GamesIndustry.biz. EA is pulling Russian elements from a number of its games in the wake of the country's invasion of Ukraine. The EA Sports official FIFA Twitter account announced that it has initiated the process to remove the Russian national team, as well as the Russian football clubs from its line of FIFA titles, including uh, the NHL. So it's removing Russian and Belarus and national club teams from the NHL 2022 over the coming weeks. After the International Ice Hockey Federation has suspended them from its com uh, competitions. And also, uh, Russian tracks will also be removed from the company's F1 games. Next, another one from GameIndustry.biz. Esports company ESL has announced that organizations with apparent ties to the Russian government will be banned from the upcoming ESL Pro League. In the statement shared on its website, ESL, that includes individuals or organizations under alleged or confirmed EU sanctions related to the conflict, it identified two teams to whom it applies at the time of writing, Pro and Gamut. However, players from these two teams will be able to compete if they don't represent the country or organization. Next one's coming from IGN. Microsoft has announced it will suspend sales of all its products and services in Russia. In a post by President Brad Smith, the company announced we are stopping many aspects of our business in Russia in compliance with government sanctioned decisions. We believe we are most effective in aiding Ukraine when we take concrete steps in coordination with the decision being made by these governments and we will take additional steps as this situation continues to evolve. And now, Amazon's MMO, uh, MMO RPG New World will not receive a Russian local localization with Amazon Games confirming that the decision is a direct response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Speaking with tech writer gaming, Christopher Hartman, vice president of Amazon Games, said, We were looking into lo localizing New World for Russia, and we stopped that. And Amazon spokesperson later confirmed to tech writer the decision is due to the ongoing war. Uh, did it just freeze on me? Hold on, give me a second. I think it froze.
It's weird. <laughs> it just froze on me for a second. Okay, moving on. <laughs> CD Project Run. Napolo's based developer of popular games like Cyberpunk 2077 and the operator of the GOG store. It's cutting off sales of its product to Russia and Belarus. And, and late of the Russian military invasion in our neighboring, in our neighboring, neighboring country of Ukraine. Under further notice, a CD Projekt Red group has made the decision to halt all sales of our games to Russia and Belarus, the company said via Twitter. Today, we are working with our partners to suspend digital sales and cease physical stock deliveries of CD Projekt Red group products. Those all games distributed on the GOG platform to, to the territories of Russia and Belarus. And it's some more from Mashable. Apple, I'm sorry, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and a slew of other big tech companies are continuing to take action over Russia's war in Ukraine. And now Apple has joined the response to the conflict. According to Apple, the company has stopped all product sales in Russia. Those in Russia who attempt to buy an iPhone, MacBook, or even any other Apple product from its online store are provided a delivery date of currently unavailable. Apple also announced it has halted exports to Russia last week. The use of its Apple Pay mobile payment service has also been limited. While platforms like Facebook and YouTube are blocking Russia state media outlets in the EU, Apple has taken, has taken it a step further. The company announced and it has removed apps for Russia today and Sputnik news from the App Store outside Russia. In addition, Apple has removed traffic and live incidents from Apple Maps in Ukraine as a safety and precautionary measure for Ukraine citizens. Spotify has uh, removed content from Kremlin-backed RT and Sputnik and, cl and closes its Russia office. <clears throat> Coming from The Verge, as initially reported by Variety. And, then <clears throat> uh, and it's also restricting the discoverability of content from other outlets affiliated with the Russian government. Reuters also reports that RT and Sputnik con content has been removed in several markets, including the United States and the European Union. All right. Uh, Samsung has stopped shipping products to Russia. Coming from The Verge. Apple is suspending shipments of, of all its products to Russia, the company announced Friday, due to the current geopolitical developments. Shipments to Russia have been suspended, reads a statement from an unnamed Samsung rep via Samsung's generic PR email address. We continue to actively monitor this complex situation to, to determine our next steps. And it's not just smartphones. Samsung's suspension includes products ranging from chips to smartphones and even consumer electronics, as originally sourced from Bloomberg. And lastly, coming <clears throat> from Billboard, as the Russian assault on Ukraine stretched onto its second week, a member of the Russian feminist punk band Pussy Riot teamed up with U Ukraine DAO to offer an NFT on the of the under siege nation's flag that has raised more than 6.7 million for relief to date. The company earmarked from the country's defensive came from Ukraine's government announced that it will accept crypto donations to in Bitcoin, Ethereum, and USDT to, to, to defense efforts. According to our organization, this is the largest NFT based crypto contribution to Ukraine's war efforts to date and has organized and was organized after 
Pyun massed more than 100,000 troops in the country's border, launched an offensive that has reportedly killed dozens of civilians over the past week. And even even um, Premier such as the Batman has uh, has uh, not reached Russia as well. So that's it on the on the Ukraine uh, on the on on custom on companies that are showing the support for Ukraine, which is such a tremendous effort as well. But now we're going to move on to a little bit of gaming news that we have here. Here's a report coming from RoadsVR.com. It's widely thought that the PSVR 2, Sony's next generation VR headset for the PlayStation 5, is expected to release sometime in the last half of 2022, which will position it as a very tempting gift from the holiday season. Now, a report from a noted PSVR leaker, PSVR without parole, alleges the headset will launch instead in early 2023. So, and he's uh, citing incredible sources have stated that it'll ship sometime in quarter one of 2023 which is actually fine if it's not ready you don't have to meet certain deadlines which a lot of companies still haven't learned their lesson so should i name two cyberpunk or even battlefield 2042 but yeah so let's see hopefully it'll be phenomenal when it does release though bandcamp is joining epic games coming from uh, bandcamp's block <clears throat> I'm excited to announce Bandcamp is joining Epic Games, as you may know as the makers of Fortnite and Unreal Engine, and she brings a fair and open internet. Bandcamp, Bandcamp will keep operating as a standalone marketplace and music community, and will and I will continue to lead our team. The products and the services you depend on aren't going anywhere. We'll continue to build Bandcamp around the artist's first revenue model, where artists net an average of 82% off of every sale. You also have the same control over how you offer your music. Bandcamp Fridays will continue as planned as a daily will keep highlighting the diversity. Amazing music on the site. However, behind the scenes, we're working with Epic to expand international and push development forward across Bandcamp. From basics like our album pages, mobile apps, merch tools, payment system, and serve and discovery features to new initiatives like our vinyl pressing and live streaming services. That's a nice little acquisition from Epic. So, this one's coming over from GameSpot. Capcom has announced that both Resident Evil 2 and 3 Remix alongside Resident Evil 7 are coming to the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series consoles later this year. While no specific release date has been revealed, Capcom confirmed that these updated versions will have visual enhancements. Furthermore, those who already own the games on either the PS4 or Xbox One are eligible for free digital upgrades to the new versions. As for PC as well, free uh, upgrade patches will also be released when the next generation console version launch. That's great on Capcom side. Speaking and speaking of next generation, Rockstar Games is launching Grand Theft Auto V and GTA Online for the PlayStation Drive and Xbox Series consoles on March fifteenth. And many are wondering when the studio would reveal new details, and we have these here. So, including, of course, uh, graphics and frame rate increases. Uh, we have a fidelity mode, even a performance mode as well. Or even a performance RT mode. 
The wall is a middle ground between fidelity and performance. It includes upscaled 4K resolution with ray tracing at 60 frames per second. And even GZ Online is getting new updates as well as new contents. In the form of additional vehicles from HAO Special Works. Encompasses the best in class upgrades and new class of races. You, uh, utilizing special modified vehicles in a weekly rotation of Hale's Special Works time trials. Alongside with a premium test ride where you can get behind the wheel of these newly modified vehicles for free. And then safe transfers. So concerning uh, character transfers, players can transfer their products from GTA 5 story mode and GTA Online from the PS4 or Xbox One to the next iteration consoles. The one-time uh, um, migration option is available to initiate now with different instructions for GTA 5 and GTA Online. So with GTA 5, players can upload their save to Rockstar Games Social Club. To begin this process, enter GTA 5 on your current console account and go to the Games tab of the pause menu. From there, select the upload save game option. Please note that you can only store the game save per platform at a time and saves will remain available to download for 90 days. For GTA Online transfers, it seems a little simpler. When loading up GTA Online at the first time on the PS5 or Xbox Series consoles, players will be presented the opportunity to migrate their characters, GTA money, progression, size, vehicles, properties, weapons, clothing, and user-created jobs. And then digital will come March 15th and well not. Oh, okay. So the update will be released on June, on March 15th. Pre-orders and pre-loading begins March 8th. The games will only be sold digitally until some point in April until when physical versions are planned for release. More details will be shared later on on a later date. Let's go down there for a second. I'll hop back into it and check it out once it releases. We have some more news in regards to Activision Blizzard. So a family of an Activision Blizzard employee who died by suicide back in 2017, suing the company for a wrongful death. The company from Janet and Paul Poynihan claims that sexual harassment of the company was a significant factor in the death of the daughter Carrie Moynihan. Nihan, a 32-year-old financial management manager at Activision Blizzard who was found dead at an Activision company retreat back in 2017. In a report from the Washington Post, Mo, Mo Nihan's parents filed a wrongful death lawsuit in Los Angeles Superior Court. And according to a report, Mo Nihan is the employee reference in the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. Also, it was filed back in July of last year. So as soon as we get any updates, we'll definitely update you guys forward as well. So we have a review roundup for Gran Turismo 7 via GameSpot. One of the, big, one of the biggest racing games of the year is finally out this week. And if you're looking to see if Gran Turismo 7 has what it takes to maintain the lead in the track, reviews for the simulator racing title have gone live. The reception has been mostly positive thus far, praising Gran Turismo 7's immersive Visuals, accurate handling, and rock-solid fundamentals. So let's see. GameSpot is a review in progress and gave it an 8 out of 10. VGA247 gave it a 5 out of 5. Eurogamer, I'm scored, but had this to say. 
Half of my promises and some missing features feels like part of the modern Gran Turismo experience expected by fans. But for the first time in several ages, this feels like a Gran Turismo that's worthy of being a modern blockbuster. It's appealing, bre breaking out well beyond col cultish corners like myself. It's a some twist, arrestingly gorgeous thing that's most importantly retains its aesthetics under the graphical showcase and does its level best to make a car enthusiast out of anyone in, in its orbit. IGN, 9 out of 10. Games Radar, 4.5 out of 5. The Game are 5 out of 5. And a VGC, 3 out of 5. So, this is going from The Verge. The first batch of scene decks is starting to arrive in the, to the only few who could order them on Friday. And a handful of owners have reported stick drift on their devices. But Valve now tells us what's going on is a dead zone collaboration issue. Calibration issue. Which indicates that this is a software problem, not a hardware one. And that the team has already shipped a fix for it. Joey County Drift, da -da 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 -da, we're already aware of what it is, but yeah. That's kind of their part. It looks like it was software, not hardware. Well, I have yet to receive my confirmation email at all. So who knows when I'll receive mine. And apparently, playing Destiny 2 on the Steam Deck via its Linux-based OS will get you will get you banned. Steam Deck is not supported to play on the Steam Deck or any system utilizing. Oh, uh, once I get this. Steam Deck, uh, Steam plays uh, Proton unless Windows is installed and running. Players who attempt to launch Destiny 2 on the Steam Deck through the Steam OS or Proton will be un unable to enter the game will be returned to the game library after a short time. Players who attempt to bypass Destiny 2 incompatibility will be met with the game ban. Coming over from Bungie's... Steam Guide. And now as reported originally by Warrior64. Microsoft. Well, soon I'll allow you to play keyboard and mouse for uh, via cloud gaming, which is fine, finally. So, uh, Newman spilled the beans in a flight simulator, uh, flight simulator video Q&A via Windows Central, where he says it will be a platform, it will, it will be a platform level support, meaning theoretically, any Xbox Cloud game could offer mouse and keyboard control. And he's not sure when it's coming, but it's coming. And Twitch has introduced new rules to sub channels from tens consistently sharing misinformation. The company's policy update will target streamers who consistently make false claims on and off Twitch regard regarding protected groups, health issues, including COVID-19, public emergencies, and misinformation that promotes violence or diminishes civic systems such as election uh, results.
But that came from free IGN as well. So we're done with your gaming play, folks. Now we're going to move on to tech. Apple is set to host a peak performance event on March 8th as of this recording. The event will broadcast at Apple.com from the tech giant's Cupertino headquarters at 10 a.m. Pacific or even 1 p.m. Eastern for everyone here in Atlanta. So we could be seeing some uh, iPhone SE devices, a new, uh, a new updated iPad, a new Mac, or even... A new Mac Mini. So we'll keep you posted once we have some uh, official details as well. Once everything becomes official. Speaking of Apple, Apple might be working on a foldable device. The Apple's looking into the idea of a foldable notebook. Likely the 20 inches or more in size. But this is just a report after looking into this place. Or even something more along the lines as a foldable tablet, where I believe uh, Windows has a, sur uh, has a surface that actually folds, where you actually type on the screen. So they might be working on something like that, but this is just uh, speculation at this moment. So nothing official. Next, we have the biggest news from Mobile World Congress 2022, coming from Tom's Guide. So there weren't that much devices, most of these are mobile. So, and ahead of Mobile World Congress, we highlighted that the Galaxy, uh, that Samsung Galaxy released the uh, Galaxy S22, as well as the, a new, the new tablet. But they did release a new laptop, dubbed the Samsung Book 2 Pro 360. With little upgrades, the OnePlus announced the OnePlus 10 Pro. It's coming to global markets in March. Uh, TCL released a concept of a device, a fold and roll. Oppo showed off it's a wearable. The Air Glass, which is something similar to Google Glass, but even... Even more obvious. <laughs> but yeah. But the, the TCL Ultra Flex can fold both ways instead of Samsung's uh, Fold 3, where it only folds one way. All right, and speaking of Mobile World Congress, uh, ByteDance parent company TikTok and VR headset creators Pico Interactive announced announced that it's partnering up with Qualcomm, something that could help the chipmaker better diversify as the mixed reality industry continues to expand. During Qualcomm's keynote, he said that Meta brought a significant sale, a significant scale with the release of its popular standalone VR headset Quest Two. But that's about it. I have nothing here. 
that will allow users, uh, creators, to make 3D applications for smartphone tethered AR glasses. Okay, and speaking of, of uh, VR and AR, HTC is reported looking to bring a flagship Android phone as early as next month. The soonest original comes from Taiwan's DigiTimes. That has been cut. Has been written via GSM Arena. It will focus on VR and AR with deep integrations to HTC's own open source, open source metaverse platform, dubbed the Miv, the Viviverse. So we'll, that's all we have for you. But they're working on a device, unfortunately. Give me a moment. They were originally reported back in February that uh, Steam Deck is uh, offering official replacements as well as, I'm sorry, replacement parts via iFixit. And now the plans to offer Steam Deck replacement parts this summer. If you guys are looking for that, uh, you'd have to wait a little bit. So apparently, Twitter is working on a podcast tab. Once they do, we'll definitely uh, share this podcast there as well. We just have to see what Twitter does. That's all it is. And apparently, the tweet that was originally reported from is no longer available. And Sony and Honda have revealed plans to jointly make and sell electronic ve electric vehicles. I said electronic. <laughs> so, uh, so, wait, did I say Sony? Yeah, Sony, okay. Let's see. So the new company formed by the two could be behind everything from design and development of sales of the resulting new EVs. Honda would manufacture the cars on its uh, on their behalf. Sony will su supply the mobile service products for its use. That's all we have for you, though. So, <clears throat> Vela Capital, the startup of the southern Germany, Bruxelles, that has been developing electric VT, uh, ver virtual, vertical takeoff and landing aircraft and a business model for operating them in taxi-style fleet in urban areas has picked up another big round of funding as it's inches closer to its first commercial launches. It raised $170 million in funding. That is said it will be used to kick off its first air taxi services, which means, which noted in an announcement uh, in cities like Singapore, Rome, and Paris. So it's, it's essentially just a personal helicopter-like device. 
So we'll see how this ticks off, though. All right, we're done with tech, folks. Now we're going to move on to entertainment. Before we do, I'm going to take a, a little coffee shot, which is my secret weapon. From Forto. Which is available now on Amazon. Okay. Now I'm going to get into it, folks. Let's see. Control. Okay, here we go. Anyway, the world is about to get shaken to its core. We have two of its top companies to thank. At last, Funimation and Crunchyroll are expanding their merger to bring anime to fans in a new way. A new report confirmed Funimation's expensive library of titles are headed to Crunchyroll. Starting now, Crunchyroll subscribers will be able to watch series once only available on Funimation. And it will, be, will come at no additional cost. According to a report, new and existing Crunchyroll users will gain access to content once exclusive to Funimation subscribers as of March 1st, a total of 40,000 plus subbed and dumped episodes from Funimation are not available to stream over on Crunchyroll. More will be added to the catalog in the coming weeks. But there's still a lot left over that it, it's not fully crossed over, such as Dragon Ball Z, which I tried to look for myself. <laughs> but yeah. iCarly releases a new season 2 trailer, a poster, and even a date. It'll come exclusively to Paramount Plus in the US, Canada, and America, Australia, and the Nordics. Uh, let's see. This is where is the thingy, 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 thingy. On April 8th. The Twisted Middle series is slowly coming together. It's finally found a new home on Peacock. The NBC Universal Streaming Service has announced that a video game adaptation will be landing on the service. We does not have a release date at this time. And then we initially reported that the Futurama reboot or say revival will not feature Bender. Now it is. So this is going to go from the verge. John DiMaggio is officially set to return to voice Bender in Hulu's revival of Futurama. So, actor Jason Momoa has confirmed that he's playing the role of the villain in the 10th Fast and Furious film. According to Entertainment Weekly, as originally uh, reported by Entertainment Tonight, I should say, about his new role, and will confirm the, the nature of his role. But it's official, folks, since we initially, uh, it was revealed that he's in talks to become the next villain, but it looks like it's official now. Craven the Hunter, a, a film that is part of Sony's Spider-Man Cinematic Universe, has cast the many saints of Newark's Alessandro Navallo as the villain. As reported by Deadline, remember the details were revealed about Navalo's character, but we know he will be joining the cast. A new Alien movie is in the works. With, don't, uh, with the filmmaker behind Don't Breathe and 2013's remake of Evil Dead, has been tapped to write and direct an original standalone alien feature for 20th Century Studios. Ridley Scott, who directed the original sci-fi horror film released back in 20, 1979, 
yeah, we'll see how this spreads out once it releases. So apparently Verizon has announced that it's launching a new platform in partnership with Netflix, Peloton, uh, Net- Disney Plus, and other streamers as a help for customers to discover, purchase, and manage some of its favorite subscriptions called Plus Play, which platform the platform will launch with a select group of customers and brands at the end of the month, but throughout the launch plan later on this year. Uh, so Plus Play will centralize streaming subscription service with no additional cost to Verizon subscribers. <laughs> so it's not like you get access to these subs. You, you, uh, so apparently you get a discount for Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus bundle. It doesn't look like it's a unification. It looks like it's going to be like a platform where you could manage subs- you could manage your subscription, which means it's like how Amazon Prime is, where you could have different uh, subscriptions within Amazon Prime. You could add more if you like, but it's essentially it's no no different. But yeah, so apparently Apple is going to produce a new streaming series inspired by the original 1972 classic. Mr. Robot creator Sam Esmol uh, to, will apparently write, direct, and excuse an ex, uh, executive produce and draw on a new metropol a new metropolis show for Apple TV plus a uh, part of Apple's overall deal with Universal Content Productions. Disney Plus is adding a cheaper and ad-supported subscription tier you know, later this year, which is literally no point of it. If you're still going to watch it, it's literally no point of it at all. But yeah. And then Netflix shows are coming. To, are finally coming to Disney+. Plus. Netflix original Marvel shows like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, The Punisher, and even The Defenders. And Agents, Marvel's ABCs are Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> And let's go to these Batman reviews. So the variety. Pattinson is the most solid of the actors to have played the character, which reads as a kind of daredevil nihilism. Whenever he's in costume, he doesn't seem fearless so much as ambivalent about whether he lives or dies. Once the cowl comes off, however, Pattinson's interpretation comes gets more intriguing. Brooding and withdrawals, he's damaged lunar and with unresolved data issues, siding with all kinds of complicated emotional trauma. The Hollywood Reporter, the biggest dividend of Reeves' approach to go to Batman Bruce himself, with Pattinson playing himself as a sorrowful, almost desperate man, including to his... All the, all these reviews are just talking about his, about the character he's playing. That's it. And people, and there's a couple of them that are, because it was a PG-13 rating, didn't allow the freedom of an R-rated, R-rated film. But we'll see once we, 
once I actually watch that and actually give my spoiler uh, review on that as well. So we have your 2022 Screen Actors Guild Awards winners were announced Sunday, even across the Actors Guild's live ceremony where the industry union lifted up major Oscar contenders in popular TV series and healthy dose of surprises thrown in. Apple TV Plus's Best Picture nominated Coda mm, excuse me, earned the biggest award of the night with Marlene Matlin, the only deaf actress in history to have won an Oscar, praising SAG for validating the work of deaf performers in her emotional acceptance speech. Jessica Jastain and Will Smith both received huge boosts to their respective Oscar campaigns with lead victories at the SAG Awards, with Ariana DeBose taking home the supporting actress trophy through the power of the dog's Cody Smith's McPhee was expected to be the solo supporting actor win. Cody's Troy Cutsewer instead pulled off a category upset to become the, the first deaf actor to win an individual psych award. On the TV side, Squid Game has earned three wins, including two solo victories for stars Lee Jung Jae, Ho Yen Jung, while a Netflix Korean action thriller series Stunt Ensemble was also honored. In the cast of HBO Succession, Apple TV Plus's Ted Lasso triumphed as their respective dramatic and comedic categories, while Jed, uh, Jen Smart from Hacks, Kat Winston from um, Mayor of Easttown, Michael Ke- Keaton of Dopestick, and Jason Sadekis from Ted Lasso were also among the notable individual TV winners. That's it for that. We're not gonna actually notate the actual individual winners, but you just highlighted them with the highlights of the show, essentially. So we're done with entertainment, folks, and now I'm gonna move on to sports. And WNBA champion, two-time Olympic gold medalist, Brittany Griner, has been detained in Russia and could face up to 10 years in prison after customs officer found vapes containing Harish hashish oil in her luggage back in February, reports say. Back in February, and we're hearing about this now, so who knows how long she's been in custody. The Russian Federal Customs Service released a statement Saturday confirming that an American two-time Olympic basketball champion had been taken into custody in February after a narcotics dog at Shermetyevo International Airport in Moscow alerted the athlete's luggage. After initially scanning the bag, the customs officer noticed vapes. A translation of the statement said the experts found the cartridges for them contained liquid with harsh oil. That's what a vape is. But the agency released a video of the incident that uh, appeared to show Grinder going through security. According, and according to a statement, Grinder could face anywhere between 5 to 10 years if found guilty. Her agent told ESPN in a statement on, on Saturday has been that it was an ongoing legal matter, and they are in talks with the WNBA and the NBA. And WNBA also told Allen that Griner has the league's full support and her safe uh, returns is their top priority. On Sunday, March 6th, AEW Revolution, an elite wrestling's first major event of 2022, arrives on pay-per-view. The show will feature 12 matches, which includes all four... Hold on, this already happened, so give me a second. 
So I got the wrong one. Give me one second. So when is it happening? Apparently it's a prediction. Let me see. I would say the date. Let me see. Oh, it's oh, it's happening now. <laughs> the pre-show is happening now. Or not, not, no, no. Yes, it is happening tonight, the pre-show. So it's not, so. And the actual pay-per-view is going to start at 8 p.m. tonight. Okay, I was I'm like, huh? <laughs> It said in March 6th, and I didn't realize that today's March 6th. <laughs> oh, that's funny, but yeah. So once we have um, this, this thing comes to a close, we're definitely up to you guys on the next show. Give me a moment, folks. Okay. All right, let's keep moving on. Okay, let's see. So you could watch it on, uh, uh, I guess, Warner Media for broadcasting rights on pay-per-view. So it will not be streaming it to HBO Max, and it said it will be available for purchase on Bleacher Report. So we have Hook via uh, will take on QT Marshall. Layla Hirsch, Hirschish will take on Chris uh, Statlander. Jade Cargill will take on Tony, Tony Conti Singles for the AEW TBS Championship. Uh, Adrade El Idol. Matt Hardy and Ezia Cassidy will take on Sammy Gua Guavera, Sting, and Darby Allen. Jurassic Express will take on their uh, Red Dragon and the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Brian D Danielson will take on John Moxley and Chris Jericho will take on Eddie Kingston. Keith Lee will take on Marlo. Powerhouse Hobbs. Rick St Rick Starks. Archie's Cassidy. Christian Cage. Or Ethan Page for a future AEW TNT Championship match. Dr. Britton Baker. DMD will take on Thunder Rose for the AEW World, uh, Women's World Championship. CM Puck will take on MJF for the dark color match and Hankman Adam Page will take on Adam Cole for the AEW World Championship. So let us know your predictions. If you guys are interested in this, let us know in the in the comment section on on uh well on this live show or even on sending us a reader mail. And we'll get into that towards the end of the show. I'll let you guys uh, uh well definitely I'll let you guys know how you can send us reader mail. And now the NFL Combine is actually going on now. 
if you guys are aware. So the last, this is the last day. It'll take place from 2 to 7 Eastern. So the NFL has, uh, has invited 324 players to participate. And the invitees are decided by the by the combined player selection committee, committee which is comprised of directors of both national and BLESTO scouting services and members of various NFL player server personnel departments. So it's essentially like a draft where, not like a draft, more like uh, if they get drafted into the NFL. Depending on their performance. So we have the 40-yard dash, the bench press, vertical jump, bar jump, the three-cone drill, 20-yard shuttle, and the 60-yard shuttle, which I did not know this was the thing until just recently. And the highlight of the show... Hold on. No, this isn't actually. This is something else. Okay, Aaron Rodgers is at the crossroads in his NFL career. The reigning league MVP is reportedly torn on where he wants to play in 2022 as he continues to mold the possibility of leaving the Green Bay Packers at some point in, in the offseason. And originally reported by a pro football talk, Rodgers has specific deals lined up with other teams and those clubs could have a compensation lined up with the Packers. So it's slated that it could be either the Broncos, the Titans, or even the Steelers as possibilities. Thank you, CPL Sports, for that. Done with your sports play, folks. Now I'm going to move on to music. The weekend has unveiled its after hours till dawn. North America tour dates. With Doja Cat. So tickets are on sale. And we'll, we'll, we'll go on sale on March 10th at 10 a.m. And then let's see. So it'll start July 6th. In Toronto. And we'll end on December 2nd in Los Angeles. So we'll make a home. We'll definitely be, be in Philly. New York, Chicago, D.C., Tampa, Miami, Atlanta. So I might see him in, in Atlanta in August. Las Vegas, Vancouver, in, as well as other cities. <clears throat> so we have new music from Camila Cam Camelo featuring Ed Sheeran in Bam Bam. The baby and your young boy never broke again better than you. Dominique, Fike, and Zendaya's and Elliot song. Zendaya hasn't released a new song in a while. Machine Gun Kelly with Lil Wayne and I. King Young and what it means to be king. Kanye Brown and Leave You Alone. And Kendrick Lamar has added another performance to his schedule with the announcement of Glastonbury's Festival 2022 lineup. So the Kendrick, Kendrick will headline the festival alongside Colin McCarthy and Billy Irish, which is set to take, 
which is set to take place between June 22nd and June 26th. That was weird. I just started for a minute. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. But the festival closed on Sunday night in front of over 200,000 people. Other artists include Diana Ross, Georgia Cat, Megan Thee Stallion, TLC, Barnaboy, and Herbie Hancock, with more, says to be announced in the coming months. LL Kuji is set to host the iHeartRadio Music Awards, and, and Jennifer Lopez is set to be honored for the iconic award. Icon Award. But where's the date on it? Did I just get rid of it? Give me a second. Let me open that back up, folks. That was weird. I don't know why I did that. Let's see. So it'll take place March 22nd in Los Angeles on Tuesday. From 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern. With a tape delay, of course. It'll show... It'll... The, it'll be broadcast at iHeartRadio Music Station Nationwide and the app as well. And we have... We did that already, so let's see. Oh, here we go. Forgot about this. So we have Rolling, Rolling Loud Miami, the lineup for 2022. Headlining headliners are Kanye West, Kendrick Lamar, and Future. And it'll take place July twenty second to the twenty fourth. So apparently, Jamie Foxx is seizing a next step with Kanye West. So we'll see what new stuff they're cooking up. And we have the Wireless Festival has just announced its 2022 headliners. It'll take place across three separate sites. One in Finsbury Park, Crystal Palace, and one in Birmingham. And acts across three days. From July 1st to the 3rd, ASAP Rocky, J. Roll, and Tyler in the creator will be headlining at Crystal Palace Park. The following weekend from July 8th through the 10th, Cardi B, SZA, and Nicki Minaj will headline at the Finsbury Park. Meanwhile, in the same weekend, Dave, Cardi B, and J. Cole will headline outdoors at the Birmingham NEC. So it looks like that's all the news we have for you, folks. I'm going to check see if we have any uh, last-minute breaking news or any news, uh, noteworthy announcements as well. Let's bear with me for just a bit. Okay, I think we got the majority of it, folks. Sampling has reportedly been hacked by the same group that attacked NVIDIA last week. According to Bleeping Computer, the hacking group has released almost 190 gigs of confidentiality data and code from a number of Samsung projects, including biometric data, source code of Samsung activation servers, and a full source code for technology used for authorizing and authenticating Samsung accounts. So that sucks. Uh... And apparently, Astrobot lands in Fall Guys on March 8th. Nope. Okay, let's see what else we got here. 
So Amazon Luna is now officially available in the U.S. If you're an Amazon Prime member, it means you can jump into the service right now to try it at no additional cost. But it's not that simple. As there are a few extra different ways to use Amazon Luna, not all of them are still free. If you're a Prime member, feel free to head over to Prime Gaming to check out the first few weeks you could you can stream. Uh, so you can't really purchase games like Stadia, but it'll just it's, it's mostly a subscription service. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Nothing here. Let's see. Oh, that's about it. That's what we have, folks. So, you guys are interested in sending us free email? Here's how you could contact us. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and any questions that we may have for us for sending us free mail on the Discord server, leaving a voice note over at the anchor.fm, backslash to MBAC Play, or even by sending us an email to readymail at the Who knows, we even be featured on a future episode or even a special readable segment of the show. Thank you guys so, so, so much for making the MBAC Play part of your day. We should join our community server over on Discord. Share the enter exclamation Discord in chat now. And guys, we're trying to unlock subs over on Twitch and we need your help. Share the channel with your friends, your family, anyone who believes in from the show. And leave us a review. You're starting on your favorite platform. So thank you guys so much. Have a great one. And for all of you, go to Cruise and above over on Patreon. I'll see you on the post show. For everyone else, have a great one. Mm -hmm.